has a look. It looks like joy. It looks like pain. It looks like sunshine after many seasons of rain. It looks like rain after a season of drought. It looks like addressing those fears and overcoming doubts. Healing is a necessity for your soul. If you want to grow to your fullest potential, healing has to be the goal. You are now listening to Healing the Soul. Enjoy the journey and let's heal. Hey family, welcome to another episode of Healing the Soul podcast. As per usual, it's your host, Save With Sauce. And I hope you guys have been enjoying the show so far. I hope you've been enjoying every single episode that you've tuned into. Today, I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm having my very first guest appearance. And just before um, even introducing the person, I got to give you guys some I got to give you guys some insight. I got to I got to share my heart concerning this person. So this person has changed my life since they've come into my life. Um, This person has been a part of some pivotal moments in my life. This person has helped. Um, in the process of me just growing, this person has helped. And with just being a, a consistent friend, this person has been a confidant. This person has walked with me, prayed with me, been there to wipe my tears, been a shoulder, been an ear, <laughs> definitely been an ear because man, oh man, cannot talk his ears off. But <laughs> this person um, has just been everything to me and I I value him. I appreciate him. I love him with my entire heart and I'll sweat him every moment that I get because <laughs> this person is none other than I need a drum roll. <laughs> my husband, the one, the only, Daniel Bosejour. what's going on everybody um first and foremost i i really gotta um thank you my wife for um having me as your first guest um it's an honor um you're doing some major things um i hope you guys have been following i hope you guys have been supporting um because what uh lonnie has here is something truly special um it can impact anybody's life and um i'm just excited to see where this goes and you know i'm with I'm with you each and every step of the way. Of course, of course. And I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> so listen, y'all, for today's episode, we'll be talking about managing transitions. So many people face transitions on a day to day. And the reality is there is no blueprint. There's no map or guide on how to get through seasons of transitions. And for me, as an individual, and then for us both corporately, like together as a union, we've experienced so many transitions within our lives in the last couple of years. So this episode will really just be focused on talking about managing transitions and how to navigate through those seasons. And we're praying that the nuggets, the wisdom, and just us being open and honest about our experiences, you guys can pull from it and you you all will learn how to navigate through seasons of transitions. So with that being said, I'm going to jump right in and I'm going to start with the first question. 
Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, babe, tell me, in the past few years, what are some transitions that you've had to undergo? Um, so, as I recall, um, I think there were three major events in my life um, that surrounded my life in the past few years um, that really tied to the concept of transition. Um, the first one that I'll mention is um, me transitioning into being the head of my household uh, with my former household. Um, I, it was just me and my mother growing up. And um, at a very young age, um, I had to I had a lot of responsibility on, on my shoulders. Um, mm-hmm. I, had a lot of, I had a lot of weight on my shoulders. Um, so the whole um, dream of, you know, just being a kid and, you know, just enjoying life, you know, freely, mm-hmm. um, that wasn't that wasn't my portion um, growing up. So mm-hmm. it was just me and my mother. And it really, um, I really felt the impact of it um, as I was getting older, because obviously as I was getting older, my mother's getting older, um, I started to see things um, concerning her health, concerning, um, if I could be honest, financial conditions um, that that fell on me. Um, so again, I was it was just me and my mother growing up, and I had to face a lot of that. I had to transition my mindset to the fact that listen, um, it's no more, you know, um, you being taken care of. Um, now you got to be the man of the family and go ahead and take care of things. Um, so, so you would say that like childhood ended rather quickly. Right. At a very young age. Um, So I would say that's definitely um, a transition point that um, that impacted me, so to speak. Um, The second transition moment, I would say, um, would be my relationship with God. Um, I grew up in the in the church, you know, I was born and raised in the church, you know, mm-hmm. I would be in church um, every, what, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I grew up all week, um, all week <laughs> basically. Much. So, you know, I'm a church baby, y'all. Um, <laughs> I even got um, joked upon being called a church boy, you know, so I'm very, I'm very um, well-versed in, in the church um, language, things of that nature. Um, so... I knew nothing but church um, growing up, um, but um, as much time as I spent in the church, um, I would I, I could honestly say I really didn't have a true deep relationship with God. Um, I knew the church lingo, I knew the um, church um, etiquette, so to speak. I knew mm-hmm. all of that, but um, the question of who who am I? Who am I going to church for? Is it is it just for attendance? Is it just to please my mom, um, or am I really searching for something? That question didn't hit me until um, later on in life, um, where I was really going through some real deep dark things um, in my life, and I really ha- I really had a, a I guess a, a wake up moment. Um, I was just sitting down and I just said like, okay, so. I'm going to church. I'm I'm seeing people being set free. I'm seeing people, you know, lifting their hands up and surrendering. I'm seeing um, people like, you know, having these experiences. And me, I'm, I went to church my whole life and um, I never... I never experienced that for my. I, I could say honestly, um, I probably experienced that one time when I was a when I was a child, once once or twice. Um, but in terms of like you know really walking with God, I've never and um, everything that that's tied to that, I never really um, experienced that for myself. So then it was just one moment that I really asked myself like. Who who is this God that I'm serving? Um, if I'm gonna look at these scriptures, if mm-hmm. I'm gonna look at um, the verse that says, 
um, in Joshua 1, um, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, meditate upon it day and night, um, then you will be prosperous and successful. Who, 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 uh, it's not only understanding the author, but the um, but the true author, the one that inspired these words. Who who is this? Who yeah. is this person? Who mm-hmm. is he? Um, I think that when I really started to ask those kinds of questions, um, I think that's when I really transitioned into something that um, that I would have never thought I'd really be stepping into. Although I was going to church, I really started to really develop a relationship with God and really started to get to know Him. Um, I'm still, if you ask me now, I'm still learning to get to know him, uh, you know, so I think that's always never ending. Right. So I think that's going to be a question that I'll always be asking. um, I think all of us um, who really decide to say yes and submit ourselves to um, walk upon this journey and walk um, this journey with God. I think we're always going to ask ourselves this question. But um, that was the that was another transition moment that um impacted my life truly and, and the, that's wait i'm yeah. sorry i'm just say something because that's deep because for one um there's so many people who are going or attending you know church just out of just out of like it's what you know to do is what right. you what people do and so it's like for you to say, look, all right, if I'm going to be doing this, it needs to be substantial. Like I need to know about I'm I'm attending. I'm seeing people doing this. I'm seeing people lifting their hands. I'm seeing people experiencing freedom. But I need to now learn of this. Like I need to learn of God personally. I need right. to build a relationship personally. Exactly. And then for, for, for you to look back and now say like that was such a pivotal moment or a moment of transition for you because right. something shifted in your life. Right. And then also, um, there was another thing that you had said um, in regards to, like you were saying about if, like, if I'm going to meditate on this, um, man, I can't remember. What if I'm going to meditate on this, um, this word, um, I was mentioning Joshua one, and um, not only to know the author, you know, you got to understand the contextual, oh yeah, and then the historical okay. background and things and like things of that nature, but the actual author, the one who inspired those words, I'm going to need to know who. Who's the the author? The capital A. <laughs> um, that's behind these words. Right. Okay. I remember what I was gonna say. You just brought it back to my to my memory. Um, you were saying something in regards to like, and you're still learning. And I think that's so deep because the reality is, no matter what point we get to in our journey with God and our walk with God, there's always going to be so much more that we have to unpack. Right. Like in one season of our lives, we may learn God as the comforter, um, as the person who's just like, just just being so present. But then in another season, we might really need to learn to embrace him as healer. Right. In another season, we may really need to embrace God for his strength. Or in another season, we may really need to embrace God for, um, for, for really like regulating our mind. If you're feeling like overwhelmed in your thoughts or overwhelmed in your, in your emotions. Right. And so it's like, no, no matter how much you grow in God, there's always going to be more for you to unpack in him. Cause yeah. he's so he's so big, he's right. so mighty. So it's like <laughs> it's always gonna be so much to unpack. Right. Um and I'm learning, if I could be honest about the season that I'm in right now. Um I'm 27 years old and I'm learning to remain submitted. Mm-hmm. Um, submitted to not to say I'm, a, I'm I'm somebody who's rebellious and things of that nature. No, but 
like staying submitted to the process, mm-hmm. allowing God to continue to work in me, allowing God at 27 years old, you know, you think, you know, at that age, you know, you're mature, you got things going on, but then, <laughs> yeah. then things hit you. God mm-hmm. allows things to, to, to hit you to, to, to provoke something. And yeah. now like, you're in a place of realizing like who you really are, where you really mm-hmm. are in life, you know? Um, and so I think that's really a, a, a place that I'm in now. And even that's transitional because again, um, you're, you're growing in God, you're mm-hmm. growing, um, you're learning. And, um, and, and as it relates to transition, um, there's always a learning point. There's always something where it's just like, okay, got to take a step back and really like reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's deep. Cause that, what you just made me think of, like, so I've been, since we're talking about seasons, I've been like defining, I want to say for like the last six to 10 months, I've been saying like, all right, this chapter of my life is called becoming. And a part of becoming is transitioning. Like a part of becoming is transitioning into transitioning from the person that you once were or evolving from the person that you once were to continue to become, to continue to become in every single area and every aspect of your life. But most importantly, to continue to become the person that God has destined you to be. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, I think the last um, transition moment um, that really impacted me is actually as of late, which is uh, me getting married. Um, I think that's a major one. Um, <laughs> I say that because, again, I mentioned um, it was just me and my mom growing up. Um, there was no man around um, to really teach me the ways of, you know, being a man, um, being a, a man with integrity and character and things of that nature. And I, and I believe those are um, one of the makeups of, um, you know, being a husband. So it's like I never really... You know, I never, I never really learned the role. You know, mm-hmm. I was never able to witness it or experience it. So it's like, oh wow, like I'm really about to get married. I'm really about to, mm-hmm. you know, if you could imagine, like you know, the thoughts that just clouded me. Um, I think it's like months, of, uh, months before getting married. Um, it was really, it was a reality check for me. So I think that was just that was that would be like the last um transition moment, major transition um moment that occurred in my life. Um, that impacted me, but um, impacted me in a in a positive way because now I see where we're at. Um, you know, we're nine months, the, <laughs> about nine months, about to reach nine months um, in the game, and it's really um, it's really eye opening. It's really refreshing. It's really um, uh, I would say again, this has been a positive impact um, in my life. So I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful. <laughs> Yeah, it just like and um what you're saying I kind of reminds me of the conversation we were having like I, I think it was like probably the next day after we got married or sometime after that but I remember we were having a conversation and you were you were talking about just like the role of being a husband is something that's like that's something that's new to you right, right? and you were talking about that and you were like this is not something that I've seen before this is not something that I've grown up in the house with and like and just like even overall of like being a, a like a good man a man of honor a man of integrity and I'll never forget like I said to you like well even though you have not seen that growing up in the household it's hard to tell because of the person you are because of how you carry yourself your mannerism yeah. and how you just how you manage to take care of 
or how you manage to um, function in the role of being a husband. So. Yeah. Um, and I give credit to my mom for that. Um, she really, I do believe she instilled some habits in me um, that I believe, um, you know, carried over into, into marriage in terms of, although I didn't have, I don't have it all figured out. Um, there are some things that I learned at, um, in, uh, in my former home um, that really um, trained me and that really um, built me to be, you know, the man that I am today. Um, yeah. yeah. Shout out to mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, what would you say are some of the joys um, and some of the complexities of transition? Because I know for like a lot of people, um transitions bring up so many different feelings like sometimes you for some people it could it could be just a complete joy because mm-hmm. it's like all right this is something new yeah. but then for some people it could be like all right this is something new and it's taking some adjusting it's taking some unlearning to learn it's taking some um it's taking some 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 stuff you know right. so for some people transition bring up so many different feelings because the reality is when a person is transitioning, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's relocating, whether it's getting a new job, whether it's um, coming into marriage, whether it's just like whatever, learning to adapt to life without a loved one, whatever form of transition a person experience, you have to readjust to what you once knew from from what you once knew. Yeah, you know, so it's like it's changes, and that's not always easy. Right. So what would you say are some of the joys of transition and what would you say are some of the complexities? No, I think you um by you stating that, I think there's you stated some of the joys and some of the complexities. Um for me, I think um one of the joys is just like, you know, that feel good nature of accomplishing something. Like once you've transitioned, um and you're now getting adjusted to the transition. Um, for example, um when I'm start when I first started the job that um I have now um, there were so many things going on all at once. Uh, we were getting married at the time. I was finishing the school semester um, and I had to get licensed, you know, so it was just a lot on my plate at that time. A lot of um, transitioning happening all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I'm looking months later. Now it's like, you know, I'm getting into the flow of things mm-hmm. concerning the job, you know, passed all my licenses, thank God. And now it's just I'm getting more adjusted to the role. So it's it's. um now in terms of yeah in terms of getting adjusted now it's like you get that feel good nature you feel like you're growing you're mm-hmm. you're maturing more um in whatever aspect and in whatever way you want to look at it um you're you get that that feel good nature you get that maturity in you now there's just like you felt like you felt like you couldn't handle it before but now you feel like okay now I'm getting adjusted to things mm-hmm. now I'm getting adjusted to this and now I feel like I could um I could handle this um you it's like um what you were being stretched into um in terms of like the capacity mm-hmm. um now it's just now you've adjusted to that capacity mm-hmm. you yeah. know so um i think it's that um in terms of the complexity um what makes it complex is sometimes um when you're going through a transition um it reveals a side of you that you would have never thought was th- was there mm-hmm. you know um sometimes that's good you know like you know you you thought you didn't know you had this um talent or you didn't have this yeah. gift um but sometimes it's like um there's that part of you that's not adjusting to the transition well mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. it's that that side of you that's just like man I, 
maybe I might need to work on this. Um, maybe I might need to um, revisit this, mm -hmm. you know? So I think, I think that's the complexity because um, you're left with having to look at yourself in the mirror mm -hmm. and be like, oh man, like this is a weak point here. Yeah. You know, I'm transitioning to this and like now my flaws are being revealed. Mm -hmm. Now, um, now the not so good side of me is, <laughs> you know? So um, I think that's the complexity, but um, I don't know. I, I think I'm taking your approach in terms of finding the silver lining. Mm -hmm. Um, although that flaw, whatever it may be, may be revealed. Um, it's it it's still it's still good that you know that's out of you. Like you mm -hmm. know, even though um, it may not be so good or what, yeah. or what have you. But I think that's a good thing because you're learning more about yourself. You're mm -hmm. you're growing. You're learning your strengths and your weaknesses. Right. You know and. Um, there's no better place than a transition place to really, um, you know, find show that, that find that out, yeah. right? Because um, again, at the end of the day, you grow as a person, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that for sure. Okay, that made me think of um, that made me think of like what you were saying just now. Made me think of the difference between change and transition because you were talking about mm. like transition reveals a side of you where it's like sometimes it's some things that you don't want to embrace about yourself but it's like no look transition revealed this and I this is an area where I can grow I can learn this is an area that needs to be fixed like that kind of made me think of um just the difference between change and transition because when something changes right it's like a change is all right something that's going from something is something is different but transition is a mental it's an emotional thing it's so much deeper because and with the transition the change has taken place but your mind your emotions everything has to catch up to the change that's that's taken place yeah so sometimes it's like all right the change has taken has taken place but your mind, your emotions has not yet caught up to that. Right. And so it's like, you're forced to kind of like, all right, yeah. I got to deal with the reality of like, all right, this may, this may come up and reveal like, all right, I got to deal with this issue or I got to deal with this emotion. Like, right. or... Sometimes we're like, <laughs> trying to, you know, beat around the bush, but she talking about us, y'all. Like, no. Me personally, I'm somebody... I address things, you know, I like to address things. Um, I'm For the most part, I am a quiet person, but there are times where it's just like, yeah, like, you know, I don't play. So now it's like... All right. So <laughs> now it's like... You got to tell the people that you don't play? Like, No, no, no. I'm saying for me personally, but I'm saying like, this is like before, um, before I stepped into marriage. But now that I see, you know, this wholesome woman, like, you know, like she don't leave anything to uh left unturned you know so it's like if it's something where she wants to address it even though i'm not i'm not ready but you know it's like i'm it's like i'm stuck there sometimes because i'm just like oh man like you know i used to i did this you know now it's being done to me where it's just like okay we're gonna address this right then and there and even when i'm not ready i'm trying to formulate and stuff like that that's something you know i have to get transition to like transition into mm -hmm. like you know understanding the concept of like, you know, just being whole, like, you know, having those tough conversations, like yeah. right then and there, you know what I'm saying? So I think that was something else for, as it pertains to our marriage, you know, that was something <laughs> I definitely had to get adjusted to. But you know, it's the funny part. You swore up and down. I was beating around a bunch. I wasn't even talking about us. Oh, I just, I just I gave even, it so. I wasn't even talking about us when oh. I was saying something. <laughs> 
<laughs> when I was saying that sometimes your mind and your, like your emotions have to come like adjust to the change that has just taken place. To okay. be honest, what I was thinking, I was thinking about overall, but the specific thing that was on my mind was like, for example, relocating. Mm. Right. We've relocated to a whole nother state. Right. We've relocated. But there's some adjusting. There's some <clears throat> there's some um, adjusting that needed to take place. Mm. And not that there's any emotional ties back to home because it's not even that. It's just like, all right. Sometimes like f- like, for example, even for us, like I come from a family where it's like a whole bunch of us. I grew up with a whole bunch yeah. of us in the house. You grew up with just you and your mom in the house. So it's like, all right, there's adjustments that needs to be made in the way and like how um, or, or learning to adapt with one another. Right. So it's like sometimes you're, the change has taken place, but mentally and emotionally, your mind has to catch up to what has taken place. Like, yeah. all right, I can't operate like this anymore because now this is this is this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, definitely. <laughs> See? I think you brought up a good point. Um, yeah. So I was good. In, I was good in like you know in terms of like you know solitude. I grew up you know in solitude. Um, and as you said, like, you know, you grew up around family. So that was like, you know, a major adjustment for the both of us. Um, because again, yeah, like I was just um, used to, you know, just being alone. I was just used to, um, you know, just being to myself, like, you know, handling things myself, like, you know, keeping all things of that. inside. Right. All that. Exactly. All of that. And so, um, I guess we're touching back to, um, you know, that whole being open thing, like, yeah. and being open consistently. I don't, I don't mind being open, um, but it's like, you know, it takes the right person, the right mm-hmm. environment, but like, you know, with, with you and I, it was just like consistent, like, you know, something I had to, you know, discuss how I felt like, you know, if whatever, if I felt the way about something or, yeah. you know, I couldn't keep it bottled in or keep it to myself, but now it's just, I have to be open. I have to express, cause it's not only me that's being considered. It's you that's being considered as well. So, right. You know, yeah, that's definitely a good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, one last um complexity I would definitely would say, um, because again, I can speak from experience. Um, I mentioned that, you know, a major transition point was like, you know, just me taking my relationship with God more serious. Mm-hmm. So now what makes it complex um is you know, trusting God throughout the transition. Sheesh. Yeah, right. That's definitely, um, that <laughs> trust, definitely trusting <laughs> God um, throughout the transition. I think that's a major, major, major um, complexity because, you know, it's like you don't know what the outcome is going to be, mm-hmm. um, but you got to trust and believe that it's already taken care, taken of, care right. of. It's already planned out. It's already um, done and dealt with um, by God. And mm-hmm. so it's just you have to trust him throughout the transition process. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely a. And that's job. like the reality is, right? Because yes, we are believers. Yes, we are grounded in God. Yes, we are grounded in relationship with God. But to be honest, because the response to people, I know for me, like the response for pe- when people are going through things and people come to me, or I'm like, I'm talking through things with people, <clears throat> the response sometimes is to trust God. But the reality is, that's easier said than done. Sometimes because you literally have to like make up in your mind, listen, 
although I don't know what the end result is going to be, although I don't know the outcome of this situation, yeah. you have to you have to be believe beyond what you can see. Yeah. You have to believe beyond what's presented before you. So even when what's presented before you is looking discouraging, even when what's presented before you is looking like, God, I don't know how you're going to work this one out. Your faith has to rise above what's present before you yeah. and say, no, but I trust God. Like, yeah. no, but God already has this in control. No, but he worked it out. No, but he knows my beginning from my end so i'm good yeah. and so it's like that like you mentioning trusting god can be complex that's just that's really the reality but yeah. even in that you just gotta like like you were saying you still just right. gotta just trust god because what makes it complex <clears throat> is um you know trust you know faith um these things that are tied to spirituality mm -hmm. and yet you know sometimes our human nature our flesh could get in the way yeah you know, so that's what makes it like extremely complex because not like, you know, logic, logic says one thing, mm -hmm. but trust and faith says something different. Exactly. Like, um, trust, <coughs> trust, faith um, and logic, they never align. Yeah. You know, I remember you said that to me like one day when we were in conversation, you was like, faith defies logic. And I'm right. like, that's so true. Like, <laughs> that's so true. This is why Hebrews 11 and 1, this is why the Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things that's not seen. Like having faith means, all right, I don't see it. I don't see the end result. I don't see the full picture, but I'm still going to believe God. Right. I'm still going to believe, <laughs> look, all right, this is what God said. This right. is what the word of God says. This is what the Bible says. So this is what I have to stand on. Exactly. Exactly. That's something right there to really think about it. It says faith is the substance of things hoped for, something and the evidence of things not seen. So how can something that can't be seen have substance? Sheesh. You know, like that's yeah. something, you know, when you think about that, it's just, again, it makes up it all the right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, who can understand the mind of God? Right. <laughs> oh, man, that was good. good. That was good. That was good. So I, I think um, my next question for you would be, how did you manage the transitions and what are some valuable lessons that you feel like you've learned along the way? Oh man, I think the the major one is like you manage just by going through. Um you're gonna have these mixed emotions, you're gonna have these thoughts, you're gonna have well for like for me one of the things that goes on for me is like I'm a thinker. I, I'll overthink it, overthink <laughs> it, overthink it to the point where I don't make a decision or I don't, I don't make that next step. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but a valuable lesson for me was just to keep on going. Like you know, mm -hmm. you have to make that decision, otherwise you'll just remain stagnant. Yeah. You'll just remain in that same place. You know, so it's just like, and if if you if you feel like you know that there's a transition that's taking place. Um, it's it's important, it's imperative that you have to, you know, just go through, you know, you mm -hmm. may have these things fighting you, um, but it is important that you keep on going, that you keep on moving forward. Um, another valuable lesson that I would say is, um, you know, the faithfulness of God. I could speak from like my own experience. There were just times where I was just like, I was just fighting God. I would just like, you know, I would just challenge him. I would just like, you know, I'd just be in my emotions. I'd just be like, man, no, like, you know, mm -hmm. just, again, just be in that mode of overthinking. But then I had to be left to make a decision. You know, if I'm, you know, if I'm like, for example, like, you know, my relationship with God, if I'm going to go ahead and, you know, trust him, if I'm going to go ahead and apply 
um, the scriptures that I'm reading, it, it involves me just, you know, having to remain faithful. It just mm-hmm. involves me having to, you know, just continue to go through and, you know, continue to learn, continue to grow. And then um, again, faithfully, I'll see the the expected end. I'll, mm-hmm. see, I'll see the other side of things and I'll be like, oh, wow, God, you was right again, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And there's been many instances where it's just, that's been the case where it's just like, oh, wow, like, you know, God, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I, I got to highlight those two points that you just said. I got to I gotta highlight that because I don't know if y'all just caught that little nugget, that little jewel that I caught. But the first point, overthinking can lead to stagnation. I'm sure there are so many people who overthinks Mm. and overthinking really leads you to a place. First of all, overthinking leads people to a place of, like you said, stagnation. Or for some people, overthinking just leads you to a place of like where you just you just end up you end up just falling like you end up because the reality is. When people usually overthink, you're overthinking about something that you have no control over. You're overthinking about something that you you can't take care of it. Like you you literally can't take care of it in a moment or you don't know what the outcome will be. So you're overthinking about this thing and it's driving you to a place of stagnation or yeah. it's driving you to a place of worry. It's driving you to a place of fear. It's yeah. driving you to a place of even depression. Yeah. And so it's like, like <laughs> you felt that? <laughs> so it's like overthinking really could lead you to a place. And so you got to really like, like you really have to sometimes this just makes me and to be honest i know what it's like to just overthink so sometimes you really have to like speak to your mind like you have to like really tell your mind look all right you know what like you were saying like um the faithfulness of god and remember the promise of god and remember like all right god you're the one that's in control and that's really what we gotta sometimes tell our mind like look God is the one that's in control. It's not me. It's not. It's not the person that I'm with. It's not anybody else that's in control. It's God that's in control. Yeah. And he has the end result. He knows the end result. And so I'm not about to let what I can't control yeah. get me to a place of like, all right, now I'm now I'm depressed. Yeah. Now I'm in fear. Now I'm in worry because I don't have no control over it. Yeah, exactly. It's like at that point, you might as well <laughs> just submit the thoughts to God, submit the issues, submit the worry because yeah. it's too heavy for me it's too heavy to carry so god you got this one like you said this one is on you god yet again (laughs) (laughs) so all right i think my i hope this is my last question for you unless i think of anything on the spot but my last question for you would be what is some advice you would give someone who is transitioning and that's like any kind of transition like this is you know someone who may be um, maybe relocating someone who may be um, newly married, someone who may be about to get married, someone who yeah. just started a new job, someone just like any kind of transition. Um, even like if somebody have like now have to adjust to life without a loved one, whether that be like a ended relationship, friendship, or losing a loved one, like what is some trends? What is some advice you could give to someone who's transitioning? Well, I feel like it definitely ties to um what i was saying just a minute ago um it's no other choice but to continue to move 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's no other choice but to continue to um, learn and continue to grow, continue to go through. Um, for the person who's relocating, um, it's no other choice but for you to go ahead and relocate, um, learn, you know, continue to grow like in that new location, um, find out. Um, who you are in that location. Mm-hmm. Watch That's God it. do something um, fantastic while you're in that new location. That's the person it. who's get who's getting married, um, just watch how God just moves in your marriage. You know, watch how mm-hmm. you know you get to learn um, about somebody and how in learning about somebody you can learn more about yourself. You know, yeah. um, there's so many things that 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 come with you know continuing to go through, continuing to move, continuing to take that next step. Um, you ne- you'll never know what's on the other side. If you don't take that step, it's necessary. I think that's the like that's probably the most important uh, point. That's the most important advice I could give to anybody. Um, no matter what the situation is, what ties all of those situations together is just keep moving. You just yeah. keep got you got have keep to take that step. Moving, yes. Yeah, yeah, keep moving. Um, and I'm again, I'm learning by way of experience. Right. You know, um, it's important to take that step, um, and that's really the, the advice that I have. Um, and that. even um, with the mixed emotions that you may feel, with um, whatever you may be feeling, um, you know, just embrace those moments, mm-hmm. you know, embrace those moments because, again, you learn more about yourself. You learn more about things. You learn more about um, the environment that you're mm-hmm. in. You learn mm-hmm. more about the place that you're in. Um, those are good moments because at the end of the day, that could be a testimony. Yeah. That could be words for somebody else who's going through that. Mm-hmm. And you could bless somebody just by um, um, talking about your own experiences, mm-hmm. you know, what you felt, that person that, you know, it could be a blessing and um uh, and a relief for somebody else who's going through that. You yeah. Know? I think that's definitely important um, because I'll put it like this. Um, you're going through to help somebody else go through. Right. You know, because sure. um, in what, whatever transition transition place that you're in, um, it's not only about you, but it's about everybody that's in your life, everybody that you'll be meeting, everybody that you'll be interacting with. Mm-hmm. Um because I believe every person is is important. Every yep. person is valuable. Yep. Every person's story is valuable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because at the end of the day, it could it could bless the the person next to them. Yeah. You know, so I think, um, yeah, I think that's really um, an important piece right there. Um, yeah. That's deep. That's deep. I appreciate that. <clears throat> I really do appreciate that. Because um, really. The reality is, even if a person knows, like in the midst of transition, right, if a person knows where to start or if someone tells them where to start, nobody can speak to like the in-between, like what it may take in the midst of the process, in the midst of the transition, what may come up in the midst of the transition. Yeah. It's like sometimes it's like we may have an end, a end goal or end result or what we want something to look like mm-hmm. in mind, right? Yeah. But you can't really life forces you to like life when you when you actually just take the step life forces you to come in contact with what you see in the process right whether that's emotionally whether that's mentally whether that's spiritually whether and just different different aspects like life forces you to kind of just like all right you got to embrace you know you got to embrace what comes up on the process and like you said it literally you said exactly what i was thinking 
the only way for you to get to what's like the only way for you to get to what's on the other side is to go through it. Yeah, that's just it. Like you just have to go through it. So whatever it transition, whatever whatever it is, the only way to get to the other side is to go through it. Yeah. But if you avoid going through it, if you avoid what comes along with the process, then you'll miss out what's on the other side. Exactly. And so sometimes whatever you have to go through in the midst of the process is very much necessary. If it causes some pain to come up, if it causes some changes in you to, to take place, if it causes some growth. Listen, growth is not always an easy thing, but embrace the growing pains yeah. because then you'll be able to get to what's on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's for sure. Yeah. This was this was good. <laughs> this was good. And I hope that for anybody who is listening, like this great man of God was saying, <laughs> if you are experiencing transition, listen, heed the advice. Heed the advice. Heed the seed of wisdom that was just planted. Like just just go through it. Because there's so much more on the other side if you just continue to go through. Don't allow whatever you are experiencing in the midst of the transition, whatever your transition may be. There, there's so many different aspects of transition, but whatever it is, don't allow what you are experiencing to cause you to not fully go through it. Go through it. There's mm-hmm. there's more on the other side. Yeah. There's more on the other side. And so, listen, don't allow the weight of the pressure, the weight of the storm, the weight of the pain to... to um to hinder you or to stop you from moving forward. Push forth, because there's more on the other side. Yeah, I couldn't have said that any better. <laughs> no, but you did. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to say to the people before we conclude the episode? Um, Just once again, shout out to my wife. Um, Again, you're doing a major thing. You're doing a, an amazing job. I'm extremely proud of you. Um, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, I'm excited to see the lives that you impact um, you know, I'm I'm right there in your corner. I'm there backing you up um, every step of the way. And um, yeah, you just, you're a true blessing. You're a true Aww. blessing. Thank you for having me again. Thank you, babe, for joining. <laughs> appreciate your presence. And I'm sure the people appreciate hearing from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, with that being said, Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Healing the Soul podcast. I hope you all received. I hope you all um, just was able to take away some nuggets, some, you know, (laughs) some nuggets, some words of wisdom. And of course, you guys know that I always conclude with a question to consider. So my question to leave with you all is what transitions have you experienced? And if any, what emotions has it brought up for you? What, what what were some things that you've learned along the way? What were some things that um that that took place for you mentally, emotionally? How has your transition grown you? So I know that's a lot to unpack, but think about it, ponder on it. And as I always say, let's journey together, let's thrive, let's heal.